Welcome on in, guys. I hope you're all having a wonderful Thursday night or Friday morning or whenever you are listening to this. We are broadcasting live on a Thursday night. And if you're watching this on the YouTube or listening to this on the podcast, you're getting a rebroadcast from Thursday night. So it is our live episode. It'll be a little more informal. We'll do q and I'll do audience engagement on Instagram live. But if you're watching this on the YouTube, I should be in there live chatting with you. Thank you, Bravo and Blaze. My hair is fresh. I washed it today. It is dry. So I need to put some oils in it. So that way it looks nice and cute for tomorrow. I'm having my holiday party, holiday cocktail party this weekend. And it's going to be a fun time. So. Stay tuned for picks from that. All right. So first up in all of the tea this week, we have Miss Lala Kent. They finished taping the Vanderpump Rules reunion. Um, and Lala went on her podcast, Give Them Lala. And she basically hinted at leaving Vanderpump Rules. She announced in her podcast that she was really hurt that none of the other cast members reached out to her except for Raquel. Raquel's the only one. But that none of them reached out to her after the reunion. And she's like, I, it was very vulnerable and it was very emotional. And I would have expected one of them to have reached out to me and support me. And like, I need my friends and I need them to be here to support me. And none of them supported me. And then Andy says that she's ready to just mention it all and she gets all into the Randall cheating scandal and everything that went down in their um, everything that went down in their relationship and their breakup and she is no holds barred and she answers it all so that sounds very exciting I'm looking forward to what she's going to have to reveal um, we'll see but anyway it, it's also confirmed Andy also confirmed that James and Raquel didn't break up at the reunion they just announced it at the reunion but that they broke up the day before the reunion which is kind of what I expected I was like there's no way they actually broke up at the reunion so I would assume that there were probably conversations about this or something to the effect of like them realizing, cause you don't just break up like that. Like, you know that the relationship is coming to an end or you know that it's not working for whatever the reasons are, you kind of sense that it's not working out. And so you feel it kind of coming to an end. And I'm sure it was more of a conversation to be like, let's just make this official and, and make it a wrap in time for the reunion and then we'll just announce it at the reunion. There's no pressure. I feel like they were, they felt pressured to stay together for the sake of the show and for the sake of the fact that like their storyline on the show this season was their engagement and the, the evolution and development within their relationship. But it's like, we're fine. We're good. We don't need it. It's all good. All good in the neighborhood, homie. So yeah, nobody just breaks up that abruptly and, moves out the next day. Like she literally had her U-Hauls in the, in, to the left, to the left. Everything she owned was already in a box to the left and in the U-Haul and in a storage unit. And it was already like within a matter of days. So I would assume that this is something that they've been seen happening for a minute. Now, Lala says that she's considering leaving Vanderpump Rules, though, because she doesn't feel like she has any support left on the show. And she said that she's not really sure if this is the space for her anymore, which I kind of get you know her friends are all gone she's not really close with I mean I think the only friend that she really has is 
maybe Katie and maybe Sheena, but she's had such a tumultuous up and down relationship with Sheena, as well as an, a tumultuous up and down relationship with Ariana. She's not close to Charlie. I mean, I guess she's gotten closer to Raquel, but I don't think she's actually like close friends with Raquel, even though she said Raquel was the only one that went in to check on her. I don't know. I don't feel like there's much depth to Raquel. So I feel like, I don't know. I just don't think she fits in with that group anymore. You know, I think she's her friend group is like Brittany and Jax and Stassi and, you know, Randall. I mean, now she doesn't have Randall, but like her friendships are with Kristen and Stassi and Brittany. Those are her friends. Those are her baby, her baby mama friends. Ariana doesn't have any kids. It's not to isolate her. But, you know, I think when you become a parent, there are things that you bond over. And I think that's something that she was able to bond over. And Sheena, I think, was also able to help bond with them over that. But Sheena's also closer to, to Charlie and to Raquel and James and Tom Sandoval and Ariana. Not, I don't think she's that close to Katie. But, you know, but if, if Lala does leave, she leaves Katie on an island at that point. She's left once before. We know in her earlier seasons, she quit the show midway. She ended up coming back. Now she's got her own fame and notoriety. I could even see her joining a Real Housewives show. I feel like she has that level and that clout at this point. People in that, like Teddy Mellencamp was in her 30s when she was brought into Real Housewives. The Real Housewives of Potomac, like Ashley Darby was what, like 27 when she first came onto the show? I think... um, Who else? Candace is really young on Real Housewives of Potomac. So they've brought in housewives in their late 20s, early 30s, which is the age range that Lala's at. She's now a single mom. I could see her kind of playing that Brandy Glanville role where she was scorned. You know, she's the scorned ex-wife whose husband cheated on her and left her. And so Brandy came in and her story was like to seek refuge in this group of women who are obviously not very nice to her. But like, you know, she was trying to have something. So... I could see that happening for Lala. I can see how she also might see that like Stassi, Jax, Brittany, Kristen, like they all got fired from the show and they're all doing okay. They found a way to persevere. They found a way to keep it going. Like at this point, oh yeah, Lala could totally join Real Houses of Salt Lake City. She's from Salt Lake. I don't know if she would move back to Salt Lake. I think at this point she's going to stay in L.A. So maybe Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. I don't know if she knows any of those women though. I know they were friends with, um, what's her name? Teddy, but Teddy's not on the show anymore. I don't know if she's friends with anybody else on the show, but Salt Lake might be good. She's already been, you know, made friends with some of the ladies in the Salt Lake franchise or the Salt Lake show within the franchise. So I feel like at this point, why not? Literally, why not? But like I said, she saw Tossie, Brittany, Jax. She saw all of them sort of persevere and have kids. So I, I don't know why she wouldn't be able or she wouldn't think that she would be able to do it on her own she's got her lala beauty her lala skin her lala baby she's got all these endorsement deals like she's really taking every check that comes her way and she is hustling for that money i guess because she knows all eyes are on her right now because of the breakup scandal that she's like i'm gonna upcharge everybody and really make all that money honey okay so yeah What do you think? Is it time for Lala to leave? Are you guys even going to miss her? I feel like I would miss her. But like I said, it just doesn't feel like she fits in with this group of of people anymore. I mean, it's the same way. Like, you know, I miss what Jax brought to the show, which was a hot fucking mess. I miss what Stassi brought to the show. I miss. Hi, LV Nights girl. Hi, Alicia. Um, I miss Kristen's craziness. Like, I get it. I feel like I don't know how the show. I think I've said this for at least a year at this point, maybe longer, that Vanderpump needs to 
bringing a whole new cast of young uh, hustlers, people trying to make it in entertainment, people that will are a genuine friend group, uh, very similar to what Vanderpump Rules started as, reboot it with a new cast and give the Toms a spinoff. I think a Tom Tom spinoff would be a cute way for the rest of them to make cameos. I think it would be a great way to have longevity within the, the Vanderpump Rules franchise or Vanderpump Rules world at least. And I think at this point, it's just, it's time to to rework the model because I think this season's not bad. I know a lot of people have already tuned down because it's had its its moments that weren't so great. I love Vanderpump, so I'm holding on to it as long as I can. But I mean, I do see it rearing its end soon if we don't find a way to kind of revamp this this vibe. Once upon, Oh, that's what we'll call the show. We'll call it Once Upon a Tom. That's a good one. Oh, mm. thanks, Shelly. I look forward to Thursday Night Lives, too. Okay, let's jump in. Anything else about Lala or Vanderpump? <clears throat> if not, we'll jump into the Girardi updates because we have a couple of them. A couple of things that are moving and grooving within Girardi land. Ooh, ooh, baby, 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 baby. Who's ordered their sweaters? <laughs> who's ordered their Zach Pack official university sweaters? Or who's sipping some no filter rose today? Nofilterwine.com. NoFilterWine.com. Okay. Mm -mm 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 Okay. Oh, did you guys like OC? I like OC. I thought it started strong last week. I thought it continued strong this week. I thought I think OC's been good. A lot of people are like, it's boring. And I'm like, what do you mean it's boring? I think it's good. I'm enjoying, um, I'm thoroughly enjoying. Real Housewives of Orange County. I mean, I don't have a high bar for it. I don't know where people, but I mean, that's where people are always also like, uh, Beverly Hills is boring or Salt Lake City is boring. And I'm like, well, what do you guys expect? Like these shows are about a group of women and living their lives. Like we can't have high drama, high scandal 24 seven. But I think I've been enjoying all of the Housewives shows right now. I don't think there's anyone that I'm not enjoying that's on the air right now. I thought OC was great. I think Salt Lake City is great. Loved Beverly Hills this season. Potomac was great. I have no real critiques. I mean, I understand like some of the shows, you know, you kind of let them play in the background, but Housewives has always kind of been that. It's always kind of weaved in and out of like being, oh my God, I'm glued to the TV and oh, okay, this will be in the background while I'm washing the dishes. You know, it's kind of always kept that tone. Um. Yes, I did see somebody mentioned Dorit or the People's Choice Awards. Dorit looked incredible. Um, I thought the dress she wore was so hot and she just looked smoking. But I also noticed that like in her eyes, like she was a little, you know, not fully present. And I think it's because she still has like that PTSD. And this is probably the only thing that's getting her through it right now after the robbery is is having somewhere to show having having to play the role of a Barbie doll. You know, I think when you go through something really traumatic and you can dress up and look really good, it helps you channel your energy and focus into that. And then you can become a character of yourself. And that's kind of how you move through and process things. And I think that's kind of what she's doing right now. And I just noticed that like, vi like she looked incredible, but you can just see it if you really look into her eyes in the photos, like she's not fully there right now. Um and I don't know if it, it's something that I'm just noticing now or it's kind of always been that, but I feel like 
we're definitely seeing something different in her. She did talk about it at the People's Choice Awards, I believe on the red carpet, PK getting his DUI. Yes, he was arrested a couple of nights ago under suspicion of driving under the influence. She says that he was barely over the... Um, barely over the limit and i think that the stat even too of how far over he over the limit he was was very very small so he wasn't really drunk he was definitely tipsy not to excuse it and she and he even you know we're like we're not trying to excuse this at all it was wrong he says it's never going to happen again he's going to be more careful moving forward which is good but there i believe his attorney is expecting the charges to be dropped because it was such a small percentage over that you know We'll see. But yeah, she talked about it. She's, you know, she did her interview with Teddy about the robbery. She did the, she talked at the People's Choice Awards about PK's DUI. So I feel like her, she's going to have a solid story. Everyone last season was like, Dorit doesn't have a story. I'm like, no, she needs to get fired. Gone. Bye. Yeah. I think, I mean, I actually heard that she almost walked away from the season of Beverly Hills. I believe she wanted more money and, was going to walk away from the show. And could you imagine if she had left the show and like that would have been why? Yeah, it was 0. 0.001 over the limit. 0. 0.001. It's very small. He shouldn't be drinking and driving regardless, but it is very small. To the point where I don't think he was really, I don't want to say wasn't endangering anybody because I'm sure, you know, whatever. It was a small amount. It was still wrong. But, you know, people have definitely done worse. Okay, moving on to, oh, but I did love the the glam cams with Kyle and her mouth open and Sutton and her like, ah, moment. Those are hilarious. If you haven't seen those yet, I highly suggest you go and go and on the, the Instagram and look at those videos because they are so good. Erica looked incredible. Sutton's outfit was a little out there. But other than that, I thought, you know, everyone looked great, but. The, de- the glam cam with Kyle and Sutton, hilarious. Hilarious. Okay, let's move on to Girardi's. It's a Girardi update. Oh, yes, I did hear the rumors about Kyle Mauricio getting their own show. Um, I don't know if those rumors are true. It came out on Demois. You know, I'm really skeptical about Demois. Demois posts a lot of things because they claim to have a lot of sources, and that's not to say that they don't have sources, and that's not to say that their anonymous sources aren't valid, but sometimes they're not. So that's why I always try to take everything that Demois says with a grain of salt. Um, okay. Now let's get to the Girardi stuff. Sorry, I keep reading the comments and people have more things to be bringing up. But um, okay. Tom Girardi has fired. He's ditching his attorney, his divorce attorney. As we know, Erica Jane filed for divorce last year. It's been a year since then, and we now are continuing to follow that saga. We know it's not going to be ending anytime soon. There really aren't any assets to be divided or money to be given to her at this point, other than debt that she may or may not have to pay up or community property that she may or may not have to turn over. I think at this point, she's fine just kind of walking with what she has and not asking for anything else. I know they did file that motion to get the $600,000 from the house, from the Girardi estate, saying that she's entitled to that. I believe one of his ex-wives, or the only living ex-wife left, also tried to file for that. Don't quote me. I may be wrong on that, but I do feel like I remember hearing that at some point as well, that the ex-wife was also trying to get some money out of him. But I'm surprised that she's still 
going after we saw the other wife. What was her name? Kathy? I think it was Kathy Reisner. That was his second wife. She passed away. She was the one that was living, I think, in the Palms in the La Quinta house or near the La Quinta house because he had a couple houses out there. She was living in one of them, I believe, because that's where she lived out in Palm Desert. But anyway, so he is now going to be representing himself. Can he fire his lawyer? He just he just did. He has his conservator. So now, I mean, in any sort of legal proceedings, you do have the right to represent yourself. And so that's what he's looking to do is to represent himself in the divorce proceedings through his conservator. Obviously, he's claiming to not be of sound mind. So his conservator will likely be taking over. Maybe he feels like it's not worth it because there's nothing for him to offer Erica. So why pay for an attorney? Just, you know, use his brother at this point. Um, or maybe some people are speculating that he's hoping to just kind of default on the divorce and just kind of have it wrap up quick and easy, cut ties, be like, this: you have what you have, I have what I have. Let's just be done with this. But there, there's really nothing on the table. There's no, I mean, unless he's trying to get money out of her, which I think at this point, let the girl go. Let like, let the poor woman go. Let just let her be. Let her live her life at this point. I feel like he's dragged everybody down with him so much already that I don't know if, like, if he decides to sue her for alimony or spousal support or something. Because clearly, she's the only one with an income now. Wouldn't that be really fucked up though if she had to pay his debts and pay him spousal support? Like that would be really intense. And I know last year, his attorney and before he was put under conservatorship, they were trying to get her to pay up like he rejected paying for her attorneys rejected giving her spousal support because that's what she originally wanted when she originally filed for divorce. And his response was no, we're not going to pay any of this. And on top of not paying any of this, we want you to pay for my legal fees, which was a little fucked up. We'll see how it plays out, though. But yeah, that's the update on the divorce proceedings. And then in terms of the embezzlement scandal, David Lira, who's Tom Girardi's son-in-law, he's not Erica's son, but he is married to Tom's daughter, Jacqueline. He was in court today because he used to work at Girardi Keys. He is claiming, okay, there are things that we thought and then there are things that he's claiming. And the things that we thought were that he were part, he was part of the Lion Air case and a part of a lot of the Rui Gomez case and a part of, or actually I think he was part of the, the Lion Air case. Um, it was the Rui Gomez case that he wasn't a part of. So he left the law firm and apparently based off of some of the rumors or speculation, when he left, he left in a bit of a huff and he left upset. He had an argument with Tom before he quit. He had to appear in court today to answer for, because they're trying to drag him down with at least the Lion Air payment that he, he worked on, settlement that never got paid out to the orphans and widows. They're trying to get him for that money as well as other cases where clients were claiming they weren't getting paid their full settlements. Now, in court, he's basically saying he didn't know anything. He's like, I don't know. I didn't know anything, not to my knowledge. He's even saying that some of the paperwork with some of, so as we know, it was looking like some of the 
settlement money that went into the trust account immediately went out of the trust account and was being divided and split up and, and, and passed around. And his signature is on some of the documents authorizing that. And he's now claiming that he doesn't remember signing any of those documents and that those signatures don't even match his regular signature. So on top of saying he doesn't remember anything, or not that he doesn't remember anything, but that a lot of this stuff is not to his knowledge. He wasn't privy to all of the things that were going on. And he keeps saying, like, the person you need to look at is Chris Camone, who's the bookkeeper, and you need to look at Tom Girardi. He's like, they're the ones that know everything. They're the ones that have all the answers to the questions that you want. And they're both pleading the fifth. David Lira, on the other hand, he's like, he's not necessarily pleading the fifth as in he's not answering. He's just saying, I don't know anything. Everything you're asking me, I don't know. And so now he's claiming that it's possible that his signature was forged because he doesn't remember signing certain documents. He doesn't know how his signature got on certain documents. He doesn't know where the money went, which I could sense was frustrating for the judge and for the prosecutor because they were like, what do you mean? Like, you seem to be under the impression that you knew these things prior when we spoke to you before and now all of the sudden you've got pretend amnesia so he also claims that his agreement to leave Girardi Keese was settled a year prior to him actually exiting the law firm he stayed on to clean up a few of his cases and then took a few of them to his new law firm and the new law firm he became a partner at and he ended up getting fired because they were like this embezzlement scandal is way too hot to handle no thank you we're good thank you next goodbye so at this point, with him doing his pretend amnesia and Erica also saying she doesn't know anything, all eyes are back on the bookkeeper, Chris Camone, and on Tom Girardi. I mean, I think all eyes at this point are going to be on Chris Camone because he's the only one that doesn't have Alzheimer's right now and was in control of the Girardi Keys books. So he's the one I think is probably going to really go down for it, for all of this. Okay, we do have some badges. Let me do some quick badge shout outs. Uh, Lexi Eve, thank you for the two badges. Lexi Eve, thanks, girl. Hey, Shelly girl, welcome on in, Shelly girl. I love when you come in. You always are a good time, Shelly girl. Shelly girl, thank you for the three badges, my love. Convos with Lisa Marie. Yeah, I feel like that needs to be like a, a pod, like a Sunday Soul podcast name. Convos with Lisa Marie. Hello, everybody, and what? Good morning, everybody. And today you are listening to Convos with Lisa Marie. LV Knights Girl. Thank you, LV Knights Girl. Six badges. Wow. LV came to play. She ain't messing around. She's like, I'm here. I'm here. Let's get it. Get it. Get it. Ow. Charmin Bebe. Is it Bebe or Bebe? I'm going to say Bebe. Charmin Bebe. Thank you for the two badges, my dear. Yes, I see you, LV. Ooh, Lily girl bought another badge, another badge, badge. Yes. Any sex in the city thoughts? Okay, everyone, thank you guys so much for the badges. I really appreciate the love and the support. You guys are the bomb.com. If you're on YouTube, I believe instead of badges, you can leave tips. So if you want to leave tips or support tips, I think they're called tips. I'm not sure what they're called. Sorry, but there is an option in the live chat if you want to leave some. I will be eternally grateful to you as well. Thank you. Love you guys for all the support. Um, I've been getting a lot of DMs about Sex in the City. What is it? Um, and now what? No, what is the name of it? Or what? What is it? And just like that. That's what it's called. On HBO Max. So I've never watched Sex in the City. And I know I'm a terrible person. I never watched the original. I never watched the movies. So I feel like if I were to dip into the new reboot series, 
I wouldn't really know anything, nor would it really matter to me. I feel like this this new reboot series is specifically for fans of Sex and the City, and it's not really to, meant to bring in anybody new as much as it is to continue the story and, and build off of that fan base. So I don't know. I know Carrie Bradshaw is Sarah Jessica Parker, but other than that, no, I don't. I don't. Um, oh, thank you, Elvie. We love you, too. Hi, Suki. Okay. Um, Lily Girl said, Do you did you see Terry's facelift? He looks crazy. I don't know if he got a facelift or it's just some bad filler. I don't know what it is. I think it's filler and Botox. And I think he's overdone it with the filler. And he's done this in the past where it's like it's too much. You know, I don't know who his surgeon is. I hope he's not doing it to himself because his wife looks great. Heather looks incredible. Him, on the other hand, not so much. And he's the plastic surgeon. And that's where I'm like, oof. I think it's a little too much on the filler is what it is. And that's why he looks like puffy and, and, and bloated everywhere. Because the facelift would just, oof, look at that. I kind of want to facelift to smooth out these lines right here. Oof, yes. Um, The facelift just pulls everything back, which is mainly to just kind of lift everything. That way it's a little tighter and not as saggy. Um, So I don't know if he necessarily got a facelift he he could have but it looks like he's got a lot of jaw filler and a lot of cheek filler and sometimes depending on your bone structure if not done right it can look bad oh thank you shelly i look beautiful thank you um i think he's doing it to himself he's obsessed that's the thing it's like some people really and neck botox did he get neck Botox? People don't usually get neck Botox. Botox is what kind of freezes the lines. You you're, you usually get it where you're going to have, um, like where you move your muscles the most often. So the most common place to get Botox is right here in the glabella because this is where you get the 11 lines. Up here, people get Botox to smooth out these lines around the eyes so that people don't get crow's feet. So this is the primary area. This top tier is where people usually get Botox. Some people get Botox like here or around the lips to kind of smooth out some of those lines. Um, it's not common. Some injectors will put it in your face, but like, oof. Don't know how I feel about that. Sugar threading works and is good for a few years. Um, I believe with sugar threading, it depends on your metabolism. And there are also other reasons why. I remember I was talking to my plastic surgeon about that too, and he was saying that there are reasons he's not a fan of the sugar threads, or it depends on who you are, your face, your goals, all of that sort of stuff. But I do know some people love them. It's basically where they put threads in your face and it kind of just like lifts. Um, so yeah, that's an option too. Yeah, Heather looks fantastic. What fillers do you do? I don't do any fillers. I only do Botox. And so I do it here in the Glabella 11 lines. And then I do it under the eye. Or I do it for the crow's feet. But I also do it under the eyes and um, under the eyebrow. Because when you do it around the eye area and under the brow, it kind of just like gives you a nice arch. So when people always talk about my brows, it's not a natural arch arch um trust me you can see photos of me from before uh it's it's a botox arch so it just it gives it it gives you just like a tiny little lift so with people like me that have like more slim eyes it just kind of opens my eyes up um and i feel like you know the brows and the eyes really shape your face or like really pop make your face come to life so yeah and then i do it just a little bit under the eye that way i don't get the little wrinkles under the eye it doesn't do 
too much, but it kind of just helps smooth that out as well. That's all I do. Um, I've not done filler yet. Filler usually lasts up to about a year for some people. I haven't done it yet. Um, I've considered it mainly for these smile lines. I don't know if I like the smile line. Like part of some days I'm like, okay, it's like aging. It's natural. I don't want to look too fake. But then some some days I'm like, my God, it makes me look old as fuck. Um, But my doctor said that if we were going to work on these lines, we would just add a little filler to the side of the cheeks to kind of open it up versus some people that inject filler right here and then you get that monkey face. So I don't want to do that. But I haven't done filler yet. I also, because I don't want my face to be whiter. Like, no, thank you. Um, Thank you. Wow, we thought that was natural. It looks amazing. You thought that I, you thought that this was all natural? Listen, some of us are born hot and some of us buy it, okay? Nicole looks like Carmen Electra. Yes, she does look like Carmen Electra. Maybe that's what they meant when they referred to her as Pamela Anderson. I think maybe they meant that she looked like Carmen Electra. She does. I knew she looked like somebody. Now that you bring it up, she looks like a young, um, a young Carmen Electra. I hate the fat shaming. Who's fat shaming? Where's the fat shaming? Sunshine, girl, where's the fat shaming? A little Botox, maybe for me. I don't know. Give it a try. Talk to a plastic surgeon. Don't go to a med spa. Don't do some Groupon bullshit. Find yourself a good plastic surgeon. I did a 101 Instagram live with my plastic surgeon that's on my personal account at Just Plain Zach. I did one on brows with my brow threader, Marco. And then I did one on Botox, fillers, you know, all the face stuff with Dr. Deer, who's my plastic surgeon. Um, okay. Your smile lines are cute. Oh, thank you. I feel like it gives my face a little bit of character, but then there are some days where I'm just like, oh, no, thank you. Emily tried too hard, did she? Nicole fat shamed Emily, did she? What did she say? How did she fat shame her? Emily did a ton of work. She came to play. Yeah, I th well, I think Emily looks incredible. Nicole fat shamed Emily. How did Nicole... What did Nicole say? Remind me. As Stassi said, I want my emotions to show. It depends. Sometimes I want my emotions to show and sometimes I don't. She said that if she were Emily, she would go on a diet. I don't remember hearing that part. Oh my God. I was a little litty city when I was watching it last night and I don't remember. And I was half watching it because I was also working at the same time. Um, so I may have missed that part, but. Oh, I'd go on a diet if I were her. Yikes. Uh, yeah. Yikes. Nicole's also new to the reality TV game, so I'm pretty sure she didn't even realize she was... She probably really would have said that in real life, but didn't realize the cameras were there. That doesn't make it right or wrong, I'm just saying. Um, oof. She did it. It was terrible. Yikes. That doesn't sound great. Not going to say I'm a fan of that. Um, Blaze and Bravo, are you 420 friendly? Um, depends on how you define friendly. Um, I don't mind if other people do it. Uh, I don't really do it. I don't do weed. I don't smoke. Um, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I've tried to learn about it as much as I possibly could. I don't know a cone from a blunt from a joint. 
I don't know what the difference between them are. I just know the bong is the big glass thingy. And that looks like a lot of work. And like, who has time to like manage that? That looks like having to give somebody a hand job and a blow job at the same time. And like, listen, I don't need that type of energy in my life. I'm good. I'll pour some vodka in a martini glass and feel fancy like Heather Dubrow. I'm good. Um, so, But I don't mind it. I had like a vape pen that like I've had like for this entire year. Um that still has puff puffs in them. So occasionally I'll like have like a puff, but like very rarely, very, very rarely. Um, Did you see Ronald Richards on Twitter? Had a lot of questions for Edelson. Ronald Richards always has a lot of questions for a lot of people. And a lot of it is all smoke and mirrors. Uh, I didn't see it. I don't follow him. I don't really pay much attention to him anymore. But I mean, was there, did he have any really good points? Can we talk about how your hair is glowing? I also don't even have a filter on tonight. I normally put on like a little filter and I don't have any filters on tonight. So I'm surprised that my hair is so like shiny. I did wash it today and I put um that, what's the one that Chris Appleton uses on Kim Kardashian? The, the Dream Coat by Color Wow. Magic. It makes your hair just like shine bright like a diamond. Shine bright like a diamond. Shine bright like a diamond. Weed drink. Um, weed drinks I hear are actually really good because they the alcohol, you know, is can be inflammatory and the weed is anti-inflammatory, so it kind of just balances it out. Thank you. Are you aware of all Terry Dubrow's pending lawsuits? He seems odd they'd come back to reality TV. Well, I think what people don't always understand when it comes to lawsuits is wealthy people, people with money get sued all the time. I had a really good conversation about about it with Margaret Josephs on the podcast when I had her on about lawsuits because she's been very open about getting sued on the show and she has her book, um, Caviar Dreams on a Tuna Fish Budget, where she also talks about getting sued. And it's basically like, it comes with business and it comes with wealth. People will sue you if they think that you have something that they can have or something that they can take and they'll find any reason to try and sue you. Nicole, I think, was a great example of what we saw in Real Housewives of Orange County where she's like the attorney that was representing me at the time. He was encouraging me. She's like, I didn't want to sue you. He was encouraging me to do it and I felt pressured and bullied and I ultimately ended up dropping the lawsuit. People don't realize how common that is, especially ambulance chasers. I almost said like Ronald Richards, but I didn't. I take that back. Sorry, apologies. I don't want him blowing up my DMs tomorrow. Um, But there are attorneys that chase after where there's money. And there are people that chase after where there is money. So wealthy people get sued all the time. That's why when housewives have lawsuits that come up and everyone's like, oh my God, they're getting sued, blah, 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 blah. It doesn't always mean anything. And I don't even always get up in arms about it because I'm like, it doesn't even really mean anything. It means somebody wants money from them. Now, if somebody proves their case and somebody wins a judgment against them, that's a different story because that means there was a full case. That means a judge heard it. That means all, you know, there was a whole procedure that went through. Even when there are settlements reached, a lot of the times these people, because they have the money, they would rather just pay a settlement, shut the person up and just be done with it. Happens to celebs a lot. You know, Lisa Rinna and her copyright lawsuit where paparazzi is trying to sue her for posting photos on her Instagram story that he took of her and her daughters. Perfect example. You know, paparazzi and celebs, 
great examples of the cash grabs. You know, they will do anything they can. That's why they often provoke celebrities when they're out in public so that they can hit them or do something and assault them in some sort of way and then they can sue them. Or now the thing is when they post photos on Instagram, you know, Khloe Kardashian, Kim Kardashian, they've all been sued by paparazzi and just decided to settle and been like, fine, I'll pay you off and just not do this again. And the paparazzi know rather than going to court and fighting it, the celebs would rather just pay it off and be done. It's easier that way. Yeah, surgeons get sued all the time. Um, The tailbone, wow, the tailbone's actually doing well today. It has its moments. When I'm sitting too long and I'm putting direct pressure on it, that's when the tailbone acts up the most. But ever since I went and got adjusted last week or maybe the week before, it's been a little bit better. Apparently my hips were way out of alignment. So I have to follow up Cairo appointment next week. That's been incredibly helpful. So I haven't had too many problems with the tailbone. Yesterday I was hurting a bit because yesterday I was was sitting a lot. Today I've been moving around a lot. I've been running to the store and to the market and doing stuff around the apartment, getting ready for my holiday party tomorrow. Um, which was originally just supposed to be a watch party for Housewives of the North Pole on Peacock because it comes out this week, which I'm really excited about. I thought the trailer was super cute. It looks like Kyle does really well in that comedy role, better than like her Lifetime movies. So it looks really cute. I love corny, cheesy Christmas movies. This one actually looks good. It doesn't look super corny or cheesy, but it's like just the right amount of cheese, you know? Um So, yeah, it looks fun. And it was originally supposed to be just, like, a couple of friends come over, we have cocktails, and let's watch the movie. And now, like, a few more people are coming over, and I have, you know, I'm actually getting excited. It look The the vibe is getting cute here. Um, Okay, any thoughts on Kelly Dodd's behavior? Um, I think my response to Kelly Dodd stuff is always... Kelly loves attention, and so she's going to do whatever is going to get her attention. So I think when she does things that piss people off, all you're doing is kind of fueling that fire um, and giving her what she wants. I don't know. what I haven't seen what she's done or said this week. Um, I just know anytime anybody brings up Kelly Dodd and like, do you know what Kelly Dodd said now? I'm just like, I don't care what Kelly Dodd said now, you know? Um yeah, I don't really, unless it's something that I agree with, I don't really pay attention to it. Um, so I kind of just let her do her thing. I think the more you give it attention, the more she's going to continue to do and say these outlandish, crazy things because she knows that it gets her attention. Then everyone gets all fired up. And then here we are talking about her again. So my thing is, it's like, if you don't care, if you don't have any interest in Kelly Dodd, then unfollow her Take her out of your sphere. And if you see her do something silly or ridiculous, don't even give it the airtime. All it's going to do is stress you out. And then she laughs about it and she's winning at the end. Um, I'm so excited about the party. I'm excited about the party too. You have to know the producers were stock handling the return of both Emily and Gina and Heather and Terry. Okay. Um, that's the result of too much Botox on her forehead. Give the extra lid in Mr. Cranks. Who got too much Botox in their forehead? 
um, Kyle's Christmas movie drops, I think, tonight. Thursday night on Peacock. I think it comes out tonight. Oh, my God. I might watch it tonight. Because I'm probably not going to be able to watch it tomorrow when everybody's here. It'll be on in the background, but I'm not going to actually be able to watch. Oh, my God. That's going to be so fun. That just made my night. I think while I'm cleaning because I have a shit ton of cleaning to still do and decorating and setting up. And and then I have to have a photo shoot here tomorrow. So I have to move all the furniture out do the shoe and then put all the furniture back and then set it all up and then decorate it for tomorrow night. What a vibe. Um, IG boy pops into the lives. IG boy, you know, likes the pics. He liked yesterday's picture about the Scott and the Travis t-shirt. Um, I don't know what's going on with IG boy. I, Literally, I'm so confused, and I don't like being confused, so I'm going to move on from that one. Apartment boy I'm supposed to see tomorrow night. He's supposed to come over to the to the party, too. Hey, boo. Hey, drag me, Monique. Zach, what shows do you see being canceled? Um, I feel like Vanderpump Rules might get canceled soon if they can't revamp it. Other than that, I don't know what other shows would get canceled. I feel like they've all kind of had their, like, Winter House really rebooted and, and brought new life into Summer House and into Southern Charm. Summer House trailer looks so fucking fire. That show looks incredible next season. The Austin stuff, okay, first of all. I was watching the trailer and I was like, God, Austin's horrible. I shouldn't have a crush on him. He's the worst. And then when we have the the scene with the hidden camera and he's telling Lindsay, I want to lick you front to back. I was like, oh my God, and I'm weak again. He said front to back and I'm like, sign me up. I volunteer as tribute. Let's get it. Did you see my badges? Yes, I did, my love. Thank you so much, Charmin BB. Thank you for the badges. Wow, I got... Wow, you sent six badges? Holy guacamole, Charmin BB. Thank you so much. Oh my God, that's so sweet. Um, So many comments are coming in and so many badges are coming in that it kind of just slipped away and I'm so sorry that I didn't see these sooner. Um, Wow, 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 wow. Okay. Oh, hold on, let's... Reopen the badge tab. Okay. Um, let's see. My boy, Ollie. Thank you for the two badges. Lily girl. Thank you, girl. Um, Marty FGB. Thank you for the badge, my love. Jennifer Marquez with the two badges. Let's get it. Get it. Get it. Elizabeth Baga. Come on, Elizabeth. Let's get it. Ooh, that red lipstick in your profile picture is popping. Let's get it popping. L.A. Hail 2. What's going on, girl? Three badges. L.A. Hail 2. Make sure you don't, you know, push anybody. That L.A. Hail will get you, and I want to make sure nobody drives into a ding-dong ditch this weekend. Shelly girl, thank you for the two more badges, Shelly girl. Wow, five total. Amazing. Love you, Shelly girl. Corey E. Corey with the three badges. Oh, my God. Is that your baby in your profile picture? Adorable. I love babies. And the baby just looks, it looks so cute. Oh my God. And Charmin, BB coming in, in with more badges. I love it. Thank you guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Still trying to hook you up with Christian Walker. Thank you. Oh, I'm single. 
I can't stand Austin and his lisp. He's really liking himself. Oh, he's so yummy. Ooh, the Jesse Smollett verdict. Is anybody, okay, so for anyone that's not familiar, Ju the Duggar, Josh Duggar, is that him? He was found guilty of possession of child pornography. And then Jesse Smollett was also found guilty today of uh, orchestrating the, um, the assault on him. I don't know the details of these cases. Obviously, when there's a case like this that's drug out for several months, if not years, uh, which I think Jesse Small, it's been like a couple years now, and there's a grand jury and there's an you know there's a whole investigation, all of that. At that point, you know whatever the verdict is, and I know a lot of times people get really upset or they get really happy with the final verdicts that we reach. I always kind of just trust in that system. Um, not to say the system isn't wrong sometimes, but I think in this case, there was an investigation done and there was a jury that determined that Jesse Smollett was lying and falsifying police reports. And it's it's crazy to think that he did this seemingly as a PR stunt, seemingly to gain clout and credibility. And I think that, you know, affects a lot more people than Jesse Smollett, unfortunately. And... I mean, at this point, I think his career has to be done. Is he even acting anymore? I know he's not on Empire. I know he got fired from Empire or stepped down. But like, come on. Why would he fake an attack like that? I think it was for the publicity. Why else? I mean, it leaked to the press very quickly. But like, come on. How do you expect to have a big scandal like that and not have that come back to blow, you, blow up in your face? Was it really him, though? Was it a publicist? Was it a manager? Like, I don't think he acted alone. Again, I haven't followed the case since it first broke other than seeing the um, the final verdict today. But aside from that, I'm pretty sure there's more details. And I mean, we'll see. Jesse admitted it and the dudes he hired. He admitted it? He admitted that he lied or he admitted that he orchestrated it? I didn't know he owned up to it and admitted it. I know the dudes that he hired flipped on him and they were like, yeah, he hired us. And they had like all the all the stuff. He wrote the check and set up the whole thing, but he admitted that or they found that to be true. Because if he came out with that and then you have like Taraji, Henson, Taraji P. Henson out there being like, he's innocent. We believe Jesse. Oof. I don't watch Project Runway, my love. I'm sorry. Oh my gosh. Aussie Berry, thank you for the badge, my dear. Aussie Berry, do you have, are you, I assume you're Australian. Um, what's the difference between an Aussie Berry and an Aussie Kiwi? What is a Kiwi? Kiwi's New Zealand, right? Kiwi's new, not Australian, right? Kiwi is like, Kiwi is something else. Or is a Kiwi Australian? And why do, why are we named after fruits? Like why a berry and why a Kiwi? Questions that keep me up at night. Courtney Stormer with the two badges. Damn, we the badges are lit tonight. Thank you, Courtney. The badges are so lit tonight. I'm lit off red wine right now. Get it, get it, get it. How? Who's drinking some no filter rose tonight? Who's drinking? Who's who's and which one do you have? Right, right here. I have I stole Kim's goddamn house because that's been my vibe. But Coke sex. What? Who? Why are we talking about Coke sex? Where did Coke sex come up? Who's doing Coke sex? Like Coca-Cola sex? 
The wine rosés get me a little tipsy. That's what they're supposed to do. Litty city. Kiwi is New Zealand. Okay, so I was right. Australian living in Sweden. Kiwi is New Zealand. Ooh. Hey, it's my birthday this weekend. Shout out. My real name is Allison. Took tomorrow off. All right. Let's see. Sunshine22567, a.k.a. Allison, happy birthday, my love. I hope you have a wonderful birthday. Good for you. Take the day off. Live it up. Enjoy that Friday. Friday, Friday. Hey. Do you have any fun weekend plans for your birthday, my love? Everyone, let's wish Allison a happy birthday. Happy birthday, Allison. Happy birthday. You'll have to take lots of photos. Oh, I'm definitely taking lots of photos. Um, I'm also doing... Um, a week of giveaways next week. I'm going to give away some of my no filter wine. I shouldn't have said that because nobody's going to buy it this weekend because everyone's going to want to buy it next week. That was dumb of me. Um, please buy the wine. I love you. Um, going to be doing a giveaway of some of the wine. I'm going to be doing a giveaway. Maybe I'll do some merch giveaways too. Um, going to be giving away, oh, this thingy here. Ugh. I got this light stem. I have one. It's incredible. So it is a, um, it's an LED facial. So it's basically, it's helps with fine lines and wrinkles. It helps boost collagen. So this is worth like 300 bucks. I freaking love the, this. I have one. I reached out to them and I was like, hey, can I give one away for the holidays? Because I love you guys. I'm not even paid to love them. I literally purchased one. Well, actually, Sad story. I purchased one for my grandmother. And obviously, you know, she's in heaven now, so she doesn't need it anymore. But I now use it, and I love it. And I love uh, I love light stem, and I love LED on your face. So I have one, and they gave me another one to give away this upcoming week. So stay tuned to find out how you can enter. All the details will be on Instagram. I'm also going to be giving away a full set of Pure Cane's uh, collection, which is perfect for the holidays because they are doing... Um, they are like a zero calorie, zero sugar sweetener, all natural, naturally derived from sugar cane. So it's perfect for baking. It's perfect for cocktails. All the cocktails I'm making this weekend are made with pure cane. So they're going to be doing a giveaway with me next week as well. Foria, the CBD lube and CBD love oil that Erica and Kyle were talking about on Beverly Hills. I love that brand as well. We're going to be giving away some of their stuff next week. So boom. Boom. I've actually been doing really well with the no carbs. Um, I've, I haven't done any added sugar, but I did have like an apple today and a pear yesterday. But it's technically, so I'm doing more of like a whole 30 vibe. Um, but other than that, like I had to go to lunch with my neighbor the other day and he ordered like this big plate of fries and fries are my fucking weakness. I Fries are my shit. And I had to sit there and he's like, it's too many fries for me to finish. And I'm like, fuck you. You know I want to eat that. Um, should Canada try for the giveaway or not? Nah? Um, that's a really good question. I think I know the wine is definitely U.S. only. The wine doesn't ship to Canada. Um, I'm not sure if if Light Stem or Pure Cane or Foria ship to Canada. I think Foria might be tough as well, only because they're CBD and I know there are legalities and, and restrictions with that as well. I think all of the giveaways are going to be US only. I'm sorry, guys. 
I had your carbs for dinner last night. Was it last night? It wasn't last night. It was Tuesday night. Yeah, my friend Sabrina, who's in the live chat right now, I had a salad and it came with bread and I gave her my bread. You look so lean, though. I don't feel lean. I don't feel like I look lean. I have definitely a dysmorphia. Dis, what is it? Body dysmorphia. Ooh, onion rings. Um, okay. Anything else, guys? Oh, somebody. Hold on. I think Drag Me Monique mentioned something. Um, what did Drag Me Monique ask about? Why is Mary Why is Mary Cosby not canceled yet? She made very insulting and racist comments in season one. I just don't get it. That's why I hate cancel culture. Okay, so that's a really good point because I made the same point on Twitter, and I don't think many people even responded or touched my tweet. Um, it was probably too controversial for that. Um, but that's a really good point. You know, I think Mary made some really insensitive remarks. Um, I know a lot of people are really offended about the things that she said about Mexicans. I'm Mexican. I wasn't offended by it. I don't think any of my anybody in my family would be offended by it. I feel like woke white people on Twitter are more offended than Mexicans are offended by it. However, it doesn't make what she said right. It was still insensitive. It's still, you know, she shouldn't have said that. Um and then the comments that she made about Heather were also awful, calling her, you know, chubby and stuff. So and but that's like classic Mary. Like Mary has had a history of saying insensitive, inappropriate, offensive things last season and this season. And nobody's really holding her to the fire. Or if anything, the only things that I've seen are like on Instagram and some people would be like, oh, I'm so disappointed in Mary. But like some of the other Bravo stars, they're like, I'm going to rip them apart and da, 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 and burn them at the stake. And and I'm just like, guys, come on, let's stop. Like set us have a standard and stick with the standard and stop changing the lines based off of who you decide you want to like that week. Like, come on, because if Ramona said that shit, you know, Ramona would be, you know, on flames and tw on Twitter right now. Um. So do I finish my last hard seltzer or take it easy? Kill it, girl. Get it, Alicia. Get it, get it, get it. Thoughts on Tamara and Teddy's podcast? I have no thoughts <laughs> on their podcast. Good for them. I mean, cute. Rawr. Okay. Anything else before we wrap tonight? I have a long day tomorrow. I have an early day. I have a photo shoot. I have a party. And then I have another photo shoot. Saturday morning. So honey, we never talked about Portia's show. It was intense. I haven't seen it yet. I'm sorry, guys. I haven't watched Portia's new show yet. I've heard things about it, but I've tried to like tune those things out because I want to make my own judgment. Thank you, Abby Charles. I love you too. Go to bed. I can't go to bed. I have too much shit to do before tomorrow. I have so much cleaning I still have to get done and some decorating that I still have to do. And yeah, what a fun time. Okay. I think that's a wrap, guys. No after party. Okay, maybe we'll do an after party. You guys always make me do an after party, which I don't mind. Trust me, I don't mind it. Just know that it's probably going to be like a messy after party because I'm going to be like cleaning and moving around and doing things. And so, yeah. It might not be the best after party, but yeah, we'll have a, a fun little after party. Thanks, Abby. Oh, thank you, Charmin BB. 
Sh-sh-sh-sh-sharman. Thank you for the bat. Damn, Sharman is really just blowing it up today. Sharman, extra strong. Seven, eight badges. Damn, Sharman is the VIP tonight. My mom is jealous of your color. Oh, it's expensive to be me. Thank you. Okay. Thank you guys for watching this on the YouTube. If you're watching it right now, then you're going to want to hit that subscribe button. You're going to want to hit that like button and you're going to want to leave a comment below and let me know what you thought of this week's podcast, of this week's live podcast. We also had two other new, oh no, one other new episode today, or not today, this week, sorry, on the Vanderpump Rules reunion, everything we know about the reunion so far, and my interview with Nikki and Danny from 12 Dates of Christmas also aired this week. So it was a fun episode. Lots of content for you guys to catch up on. So like I said, if you're watching this on the YouTube, definitely hit that subscribe button. If you're listening to this on the iTunes Apple Podcasts or on Spotify or on Podcaster, I just learned that was a thing that I'm on today. Podcaster that a lot of people listen to. Wherever you're listening to this, thank you so much. Hit that follow button. Hit that like button, hit that subscribe button, whatever they make you do on the platform that you're listening to this on, please do that. That way you always get the tea in your notifications whenever it's ready to be spilled. If you're on iTunes, please, or Apple Podcasts, sorry, because people get mad if you don't hash distinguish that difference now if you're listening to this on apple podcast please leave me a five-star review because it really supports the show and i really appreciate them and then i share them on instagram so if you want to include your handle in them please do so i can tag you in them as well thank you guys i love you i appreciate you if you haven't done so yet go and order some no filter rose at nofilterwine.com it's perfect for the holidays it's perfect to give your bravo bestie for christmas so if you have a bravo obsessed sister, mother, grandmother, friend, frenemy, send them some no-filter wine. Get it at nofilterwine.com. All right, guys. I'll head on over and do after party right now. And then, yeah, I'll probably, I'll have plenty of stories and stuff to post tomorrow and over the weekend. So stay tuned. Ooh, we got more about Sue. Sue, where have you been all my life, Sue? Sue's always in the DMs. I, I, we missed you tonight, Sue. Thank you for the three badges, my love. I really appreciate that. You are the bomb.com. All right. Good night, guys. Ciao for now. Bye.